Welcome to Zichud Av Simanim, I'm Rabbi Ram Goldhari, and today we're Zechus Ksubas, Dav Chav Zayin. The second pair, Ke'isha Shinis Armola. The Zichud Mesechus Ksubas program has been generously sponsored as a schus for HaKazachas Torah. So the three we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states, Ir Shekvashua Karkom, concerning a city conquered by a siege army. All wise of Kohanim within the city are unfit for their husbands, for we fear that they were violated by the soldiers. The more contrasts this mission with the mission of Bonazor, which states, concerning a troop, which Rashi defines as marauding soldiers that search for hidden things in the city they're conquering, they came to a city. If they came during peacetime, then open barrels of wine are prohibited out of fear they poured libations to their Vodazor. But during wartime, the barrels are permitted because they do not have have time to pour libations. This seems to indicate that during war, the soldiers do not have time for other activities. So why then are they suspected of violating the woman? Ramari said, To engage in relations, they have time, but they don't have time to pour libations. Rush explains that the pull of the Yitzhah is stronger when it comes to having relations than its pull for Avodah Zorah. Point number two, Ravidi Bar Avin said in the New Yitzhah Bar Ashian, if there exists in the city one single hiding place, it saves all the wives of Kohanim from the decree of separating from their husbands. We assume that they hid there and were not violated. Rabbi Yirmi asked, What's the halacha if the hiding place can only hold one person? Do we say regarding each one of the women, this is the one who made use of it and all the women are permitted, or do we not say that and suspect that each woman was violated? The one asks how this is different from a case of two paths, where one has a grave across it and the other one does not, and one person walked down one path and another person walked down the second one, and they both touch tahor food. If both people came at the same time to ask what their status is, they're both tame, for we cannot say that either one is tahor, as one of them is definitely tame. Here, too, we cannot rule that any one of the women are tower, as only one of them could have possibly hid. The Gemara rejects the comparison, saying that in the path case, one of the paths was certainly tummy, but here, who's to say that any of the women were actually violated? And point number three, the Mishnah had stated regarding wise Ogonim in a besieged city. But if they have witnesses who testify that they were not violated, even if the witness is an Evid or a Shivcha, they're believed. The Gemara infers that even the woman's Shivcha is believed and contrasts that ruling with the Mishnah in Gittin, which states that a woman in the midst of a divorce may not have Yichud with her husband unless they are in the presence of Edim, and even the presence of an Evid or Shivcha suffices excluding her own shivcha, since she's familiar with her and will not hesitate to have relations in front of her. Rapapi answered, In the case of the captive woman, the Rabbanu were leaning and permitted her shivcha to testify on her behalf. Rapapa said that the Mishnah in Gidin is dealing with her shivcha, whereas our Mishnah is dealing with the husband's shivcha, who is believed to testify about his wife. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, Concerning a city conquered by a siege army, All wives of Kohanim within the city are unfit to their husbands, for we fear that they were violated by the soldiers. The more contrasts this mission with the mission of Odazor, which states, Concerning a troop, which Rashi defines as marauding soldiers that search for hidden things in the city they're conquering, they came to a city. If they came during peacetime, then open barrels of wine are prohibited out of fear they poured libations to their Vodazor. But during wartime, the barrels are permitted because they do not have time to pour libations. This seems to indicate that during war, the soldiers do not have time for other activities. So why then are they suspected of violating the woman? 
Ramari said, They engage in relations, they have time, but they don't have time to pour libations. Rush explains that the pull of the Yitzhah is stronger when it comes to having relations than its pull for Avodah Zorah. Point number two, Ravidi Bar Avin said in the New Yitzhah Bar Ashian, if there exists in the city one single hiding place, it saves all the wives of Kohanim from the decree of separating from their husbands. We assume that they hid there and were not violated. Rabbi Yirmi asked, What's the halacha if the hiding place can only hold one person? Do we say regarding each one of the women, this is the one who made use of it and all the women are permitted, or do we not say that and suspect that each woman was violated? The one asks how this is different from a case of two paths, where one has a grave across it and the other one does not, and one person walked down one path and another person walked down the second one, and they both touch tahor food. If both people came at the same time to ask what their status is, they're both tame, for we cannot say that either one is tahor, as one of them is definitely tame. Here, too, we cannot rule that any one of the women are tahor, as only one of them could have possibly hid. The Gemara rejects the comparison, saying that in the path case, one of the paths was certainly Tame, but here, who's to say that any of the women were actually violated? And point number three, the Mishnah had stated regarding wives of Kohanim in a besieged city. But if they have witnesses who testify that they were not violated, even if the witness is an Evid or a Shivcha, they're believed. The Gemara infers that even the woman's Shivcha is believed and contrasts that ruling with the Mishnah in Gittin, which states that a woman in the midst of a divorce may not have Yichud with her husband unless they're in the presence of Edim, and even the presence of an Evid or Shivcha suffices, excluding her own shivcha, since she's familiar with her and will not hesitate to have relations in front of her. Rapapi answered, In the case of the captive woman, the Rabbanu were leaning and permitted her shivcha to testify on her behalf. Rapapi said that the Mishnah in Gidna is dealing with her shivcha, whereas our Mishnah is dealing with the husband's shivcha, who is believed to testify about his wife. All right, so now we go to Simmer Dov Chavzain, and our standard Simmer is a kazoo, a kazoo, which is a toy musical instrument that children play with that makes a buzzing sound. So here goes. The marauding kazoo-blowing idol worshippers who didn't have time during war to snatch new kazoos from open barrels didn't notice the single woman crouching in the small hiding place with her kazoo. But her shivcha looking through the window did. Once again, it's slow motion. The marauding kazoo-blowing idol worshippers kazoo, that must be learned off Chav Zion. The marauding kazoo-blowing idol worshippers who didn't have time during war to snatch new kazoos from open barrels. Which reminds the next mission states, Irshik Vashua Karkom, concerning a city conquered by a siege army, all wives of Kohanim within the city are unfit for the husbands, for we fear that they were violated by the soldiers. Gomorrah contrasts this Mishnah with the mission of Odazor that teaches that during wartime, open barrels are permitted, because the marauding troops do not have time to pour libations. This seems to indicate that during war, the soldiers do not have time for other activities. So why then are they suspected of violating the woman? Ramari said, To engage in relations, they have time, but they don't have time to pour libations. So the marauding kazoo-blowing idol worshippers who didn't have time during war to snatch new kazoos from open barrels didn't notice the single woman crouching in the small hiding place with her kazoo. Which reminds Rabbi Bar Avin said in the name of Yitzhak Bar Ashian, if there exists in the city one single hiding place, it saves all the wives of Ghanim from the decree of separating from their husbands. We assume they hid there and were not violated. Rabbi Yirmiya asks, What's the halacha if the hiding place can only hold one person? The Gemara rejects the comparison of this case to one where there are two paths, where one was definitely Tame and the other was Tower, and two people walked down the different paths and then touched Tower of food, saying that in the path case, one of the paths was certainly Tame, but here, who's to say that any of the women were actually violated?
So the marauding, kazoo-blowing idol worshippers, who didn't have time during war to snatch new kazoos from open barrels, didn't notice a single woman crouching in the small hiding place with her kazoo. But her shivcha looking through the window did. Which reminds us, the Mishnah stated regarding wives who got him in a besieged city. But if they have Edim, who testified that they were not violated, even if the witness is an Evid or Shivcha, they're believed. And we have a question whether that means that also her Shivcha is believed. So once again, the marauding kazoo-blowing idol worshippers who didn't have time during war to snatch new kazoos from open barrels didn't notice the single woman crouching in the small hiding place with her kazoo. But her shivcha looking through the window did. All right, so now it's time for four blabach hazara. Daf chaf kimmel. So the simmer daf chaf kimmel is kugulach. So here goes. The courtyard kugulach competition. Kugulach. That must be more daf chaf gimel. The courtyard kugulach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors' kedushin and gerushin taking place in private, which reminds us the Ravashi explained the difference between the two cases of two sets of aiding with contradictory aidas, whether a woman was mukadeshes or a woman was divorced, is when the witnesses say, Re'inuhashiniskadshah, we saw her become mukadeshes, and the second said they did not. The cases where the woman and witnesses live in the same chatzar, one might have thought that if she was mukadeshes, kala esilamilsa, that there would have been a call amongst the neighbors and it would be known. The Bryce is coming to teach that people sometimes mekadosh privately and it's not known. Therefore, she must leave the second husband. But in the second case regarding divorce, one might have thought that if the woman was divorced, it is something that would be publicized and well known to the neighbors. Therefore, the Bryce is coming to teach that people do divorce privately and if she marries, she does not have to leave the second husband. So the courtyard kugelach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors kedushin and gerushin taking place in private, nor notice the rabbi's two daughters being taken captive, which reminds us of the incident when Shmuel's daughters were taken captive. So the courtyard kugelach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors kedushin and gerushin taking place in private, nor notice the rabbi's two daughters being taken captive, who upon their return testified that the other one was tower and not violate. Which reminds us, the next mission states that if two women were captured by Nakrim, and Rashi explains that there were Edim, and each one said, Nishbesi itoharani, I was captured and impure, they're not believed. But if they testify for one another, they are believed. Rashi explains that the Rabban were lenient for a captive woman to believe one witness, and even a woman, that the captive was not violated. Taf Chaf So the similar Chaf is a pitcher. So here goes. The two Kohanim holding pitchers. Pitchers? That must be more on Daf Chaf the two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I am a Kohen, and my friend is a Kohen, which reminds us, it was taught in a brace of two men say about each other, Ani Kohen v'chaviri Kohen, Neman l'achil truma. I am a Kohen, my friend is a Kohen, each is believed to enable the other to eat truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of good yichus, unless there are three men, two of whom who testify about this one, and two of whom who testify about that one. Rashi explains that it's a malahiba yuchsen, a higher standard that the Rabban set for Kohanim requiring two witnesses. Rabbi Yudah says he's not believed even to let the other one eat truma, unless there are three men, two of whom who testify about this one, and two of whom who testify about that one. The more assumes that the Malchokas is whether we are choshesh l'gomlin, whether we suspect collusion between them, and the Kohanim hold we're not suspect, and Rebut holds we are suspect. So the two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I'm a Kohen, and my friend is a Kohen, decide to give them as gifts to two Kohanim, who were elevated to Yochsin based on eating truma, and what was written in the star, which reminds us, the Gemara brings an alternative explanation with the Malchoks between the Chachamim Rabbi Yehuda saying, but Malin Yuchsin They disagree whether we elevate a Kohen who eats Truma to the status of one who has good Kohanic Yuchos. And the Gemara asks, Yuchsin. What's the Halacha regarding elevating someone who's called a Kohen in a document to good Kohanic Yuchos? 
Rav Huna and Rav Chizda disagreed. One said we do elevate, and the other said we do not. So, the two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I'm a Kohen and my friend is a Kohen, decided to give them as gifts to two Kohanim who were elevated to Yuxin based on eating truma and what was written in a star. While one family of Kohanim from Gaulus with widely known problematic yichus sadly looked on. Which reminds Rav Chizda and Rabbi Avina disagreed whether we elevate a Kohen based on his doing the Sis Kapaim, Birkus Kohanim. Rabbi brought a Bryce with Hatir Shasa, who's Nehemia, who forbade Kohanim with questionable yichos who returned from Babel to eat from Kajim, but did permit them to eat truma based on the Chazaka that they hate in truma while in Gaulus. Rabbi inferred that these Kohanim could also continue doing Birkus Kohanim based on the Chazaka they had done so in Gaulus, and said that if one who did Nesis Kapayim was elevated to good yichos, what was accomplished by prohibiting them from eating Kajim? The Gemara refutes this proof, saying, Shani This situation was different because their status was widely known to be problematic. Daf Chafhei, so the Simmer Daf Chafhei is a silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. When the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift, silver anniversary, that must be more Daf Chafhei. When the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with a bracha for a fashas challah, with a note that said, for challah nowadays, which is a derabanan, which reminds us, that challah nowadays is a derabanan for the Pusik states, you must separate challah b'vo'achem aretz upon your coming into the land. B'vo'achem, upon your coming teaches, b'vias kulchem amarti v'lo miksasam. Upon the coming of all of you, I said, you must separate challah, and not upon the coming of some of you. And when Ezra came up from Babel, not all the Jews came up. As a result, Chala nowadays is only at the Rabbanan. So, when the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with the bracha for Afrasha's Chala, with a note that said, For Chala nowadays, which is at the Rabbanan, he fled to Shul and got the first aliyah as Kohen, followed by a levy, which reminds us, the word teaches, Edus Habama Chazaka Chazaka. Edus, based on a presumptive status, is like that of a presumptive status itself. This is like the case when a man came before Rabbi Ami and said, Muskani Bezeshu Kohen. I presume that this man is a Kohen. When Rabbi Ami asked why he thought that, the man responded that he saw him get the first Aliyah. When Rabbi Ami suggested perhaps it was just a covet for being a great man, the man replied that he saw a Levi come after him and read second. Rabbi Ami elevated the man to the Kuna to permit him to eat Ruma. So when the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with a bracha for a fresh's challah, with a note that said, For challah nowadays, which is a derabanan, he fled to Shul and got the first haliyah as Kohen, followed by a levi, where his father was present and said, This is my son, and he is a Kohen, which reminds us, Rebbe elevated a son to the kuna based on the word of his father, for he taught, If someone came and said, this is my son, and he's a Kohen. He's believed to the extent of letting him eat truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of Yichus. He explained to Rabbi Chia, who disagreed, that he believes him regarding truma, since it's in the father's power to give him truma to eat. Rabbi Chia rejected the testimony of the father about the son, but accepted the aidus of a brother about the brother that he's a levi, even though he's also a relative, because he was Messiah Chifituma, speaking casually, without awareness and intent to help his brother. Davchavav, so the symbol Davchavav is a military coup. So here goes. The military coup. Military coup? That must be more enough. Chavav. The military coup finally came to an end when a little boy sitting on the shoulders of his father and called Yohi, the Chale Eater, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the example of the man who was Messiah Chofi Tumo, speaking casually about his childhood as a Kohen and be called Yochanan the Chale Eater, and Rebbe elevated him to Kahuna based on his own word. So the military coup finally came to an end when a little boy sitting on the shoulders of his father called Yohi, the Chale Eater, who proved he was not a Ben Gerusha by receiving Maisa Rishon at a formal distribution, which reminds us, Rebbe Shim Ben Elazar says that just as 
as the distribution of Truma establishes a Chazaka of Kahuna, so does the distribution of Miserishon establish a Chazaka of Kahuna. When there were questions this numerous times given that Miserishon is given to Alevi, Rav Chista answers the cases where there is a Chazaka that the father of this man is a Kohen. But there was a rumor that he was a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalutza making Machalal, and they distributed Miserishon to him at the granaries. In such a case, we know he's not a Levi because of the status of his father, and if he was a Chalal, which gives him the status of a Yisrael, he would never receive Miserishon but towards Chalukah in the manner of formal distribution. Therefore, he has a chazaka of a kohen. So the military coup finally came to an end when a little boy sitting on the shoulders of his father and called Yochi the chala eater, who proved he was not a ben Garusha by receiving Rishon at a formal distribution, pointed to the basin that was mitzar of two different pieces of edus against the evil general heading the coup, which reminds us, it was taught in a brayzer, the testimony of two witnesses cannot be combined unless they both testify about the same event. Rush explains that this would exclude a case where one witness saw the person borrow the money and the other aid heard the witness admit that he had taken the loan. Rabbi Shumakarcha says, the testimonies can be combined even if they testify about events that took place one after the other. All right, now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn that the Adis of two Adim cannot be Mitzdarif unless they give Adis about the same thing? That's on Daf. Chavav. Good number two. Which stuff do you learn that if there's a hiding spot in a besieged city, then all the wives of Kohanim are permitted to their husbands? That's on Daf. Chavzain. Good number three. Which stuff do you have a question whether we are Malin Manasiyas Kapayim with Yuchsin and we have the mice of Hatir Shasa and the family with questionable Yichus? That's on Daf. Chavdalar. Good number four. Which stuff be the case where a Kohen was elevated to the Kahuna based on his being given Maiserishon at the Goran? That's on Daf. Chavav. Good number five. Which stuff be the incident of Shmuel's two daughters being taken captive? That's on Daf. Chav Gimel. Good number six. Which stuff you have a question whether Amalim went Trumel Yuchsen and from Starles to Yuchsen? That's on Daf. Good number seven. Which stuff do you learn that challah nowadays is a drabun? We learned it from the Pasuk, Bavoachem al Arts. That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do you have a question whether a woman's shivcha can testify that she was not violated during a siege? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff does going to bring the example of Yochanan, Ochochalos, who was Messiah of Ituma and elevated to the Kuhuna? That's on Duff. Good. Number 10. Which something learned that when it comes to wartime, the Yetzirah's pull to have relations is stronger than the drive to be Ovid of Odezorah? That's on Duff. Chav Zayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgold Mzichu wishing you a great day and great learning.